Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are tired of being run over by your mega bank, if you're tired of not being able to find a live person there, if you're tired of what feels like a one-way relationship, I know of a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to deliver their services in a personal way. I found that at Renaissance Bank. Go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Brooke Bailey. Brooke is with S. Brooke Bailey Coaching. Brooke, welcome. Thanks so much for having me, John. Yeah, great to have you here. Let's talk about you and your coaching practice, how you serving folks out there. I primarily serve women business owners who want to go from frazzled to focused, not only in their business, but in their personal lives as well. And I do that through a 90-day group coaching program called Balance Business, Balance Life Blueprint. Oh, wow. Very cool. I think all business owners, but it's good to focus on women business owners. We're going to talk about why in a second. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about you and your journey. So why, give us maybe some lead up into why you, what happened and the why mm-hmm. in starting your own coaching practice. Sure. I've always been interested in entrepreneurship, come from an entrepreneurial family and studied business in my education background. Mm-hmm. And then traveled a lot. I love learning about other cultures, lived in the East and Japan and traveled throughout the world, really. Mm -hmm. And then returned home and was working in a a family business and I burnt myself out. And I had to question why was I burnt out? Why didn't I have the habits and the systems and the boundaries, quite frankly, in place to create a more sustainable lifestyle within the context of running a business. So I decided that there had to be a better way and that I wanted to create a business where I was defining success on my own terms. And Mm -hmm. then as I explored more of combining kind of Eastern and Western approaches to both productivity, business, wellness, everything, I got into wellness coaching, learned a lot about uh, yoga and the sister science Ayurveda, and was helping people as a, a health coach. And then I realized that where my speciality really was in combining both of my backgrounds, so both business and wellness, and serving an audience that is underserved in the sense that Many women business owners who have a client or excuse me, have a a staff of fewer than 10 employees or subcontractors, they often don't have a human resources department. They might be looking for business coaching or Mm -hmm. they might be looking for a personal trainer or they might be looking for mental health support, but they aren't necessarily considering the whole picture of how they're running their businesses and how they're running their lives. And that's where I found that there was a gap out there and decided to fill that gap. So that's how I got into this. And I find the Brook and may, maybe I'm totally wrong headed about this, but I, I find it fascinating 
that gap exists? Because people like you that work with women, how porous that dividing line is between a woman, her business and her personal life and how all that gets jumbled up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely overlapping and in fact interlocking. Mm -hmm. And I think typically our culture has segmented our work life and our personal life. And we hear this term work-life balance and a lot of people just throw their arms up in the air because they're like, that's impossible. I'm never Mm going to achieve work-life balance per se. And to that, I say it's not a fixed condition. Balance shouldn't be looked at as a noun. It's more of a verb and an ongoing thing. And I think that the reason maybe that we don't have more of this, I think we're getting there in terms of a more holistic approach to our lives, but we're still that those internal voices, the belief systems that we grew up on are still a bit more segmented. And especially women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, we're still operating under that narrative of just getting into a workforce that was more male dominated and following some of those practices. And on top of that, still handling the home, et cetera, et cetera. And right now, a lot of women in their, let's say, 50s, 60s, 40s, as I mentioned, are in that sandwich between caring for family members, parents, as well as caring for teenagers or younger kids, Mm -hmm. plus running their own business. And as much as we might want to segment those and separate them, there's no way that they don't overlap. And I think men experience this as well. It's just maybe a, a slightly more nuanced way. And then the emotional kind of mental energy that goes into navigating all these different areas of our lives. I think a a bit more of that load does fall on women. And so that's where I went in creating more of this niche program and recognizing that running your business isn't just about being productive and managing your calendar and managing your wellness and your health isn't just about exercise and nutrition or even mental health for that matter, but it's all encompassing and it's all interwoven. And so I think when we can learn some practical skills in order to change our habits and behaviors, because we all have habits and, mm-hmm. and those habits are producing the lifestyle that we're living, but we need to often step back and reassess why am I operating under this structure, this system, these habits and these beliefs? And because that's not necessarily what I want. That's where the conflict is. When a woman comes to work with me, she's usually, like I said, in that frazzled state of being. And she knows that she knows what she wants, but she's blocked in why haven't I been able to change this? Why do I always feel overwhelmed? Why is life always chaotic? Why am I always overscheduled? And yes, being busy is good, but I know that I can't sustain this for the long term. So that's where I come in. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I want to go back to the this work-life balance thing because that really, women business owners' perception of themselves around that concept mm-hmm. drives a lot of guilt, misconception, and so forth. And you said it that there's no such thing as a balance in the sense of way, a way a lot of women think about it, that, that there's the, the 
seesaw is not perfectly <laughs> balanced. Yeah, that's a beautiful image. A seesaw doesn't exist, or yeah. the seesaw doesn't lock itself in place yes. in that horizontal plane yeah, and it, stay there. Exactly. <laughs> it goes it, up and down. And so what? there's a lot of unnecessary, whether it's guilt, imposter syndrome, however that comes out, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of that is just completely unnecessary. And uh, you're giving your clients freedom. Right. We're clarifying what mental chatter do they want to listen to? Because Mm -hmm. that's a comment made by someone can send you into a tailspin, Mm -hmm. right? But also an internal comment. And typically where we do have these internal narratives and they, they do dictate how we feel about our lives and our businesses and how we manage them. Yeah. And sometimes the internal dialogue is worse than anything we hear from the outside. Yeah. And I really think that's the number one, or I have three phases in my program. And the first one is to clarify. And what we really clarify is that individual woman's definition of success for herself, because we can all open up the dictionary, get the definition of success. We can ask somebody else what success is. We can consider what we've seen as a, a role model of success in the mm-hmm. past. Yep. But if we're always trying to live in existence or run our business in the way that someone else has done and we haven't quite put our stamp on it, it's not going to feel completely in sync, right. so to speak. And it's not that everything, like we said, balance isn't going to be there 100% of the time, you're not going to be in sync 100% of the time. But when you can create a a picture and put some words around what that really is and what your target really is, then you can start to build habits and systems to get you there. And I think a lot of women go into their business with the, the numbers side of the game or the skill side of the game that they're really good at the skill that they're providing but they haven't necessarily stepped back and look at the full picture of what does this mean in terms of the life I'm creating, the impact I'm creating through my business and what do I want that to really be? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Brooke Bailey is with us folks. Her firm is S Brooke Bailey coaching and she's a ICF certified coach uh, working exclusively with women owned businesses and entrepreneur women own entrepreneurs in their businesses we yep. do have some male clients okay. and other clients but my primary yes my primary work is with women business owners got it so you mentioned the problem around just simply defining success um what talk about how that happens we you that's the first part of your coaching program mm-hmm. talk about how that happens how you work with a business owner around her definition of success and getting to what that means. Mm -hmm. She'll go through a a series of questions, obviously, and this is not something that that is one and done. You answer it and you're on with the day. It's more thought provoking, but you're really going to be clarifying what your vision and your values are through a series of questions. And then the program works in a combination of group coaching as well as one-on-one coaching. So in a one-on-one session, we'll drill down a little bit more and refine and clarify the nuances of that vision of success that you have. And again, it's not just looking at the success of your business or the success of your team. It's looking at the success of your life, your relationships, your wellness. So that's part one. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the 
next parts and how that unfolds from there. Sure. The second part is actually simplification. And so that might that might seem surprising because you feel like you're going to be adding things, but really what we're looking at is we're clear on your values, we're clear on what you want. Now, how do we choose the habits that actually exemplify these values? So how do you experience this type of success on a daily basis? And that's where we build in the simplified systems. So taking out the fluff, taking out the frazzled part, um, taking out a lot of the overscheduling often, just even simple habits like creating buffers before and after meetings. People don't necessarily think that. They're thinking back-to-back meetings or have the meeting when the client wants the meeting. Those kind of boundaries that they may not have thought through before. And so we simplify that and they have a, a opportunity to implement those new habits and systems in the areas that they're working on. And we coach through that in group coaching sessions. So that's part two. You ready to? Yeah, let, now let's, I want to dive into that because when you say simplification, you're automatically implying that the problem, and I assume this is for every business owner you get, they've got, their life's too complicated. They've got too many factors in their life and in their business that they maybe don't realize they can pare down. Is that a fair way to put it or how would you? That's a fair way to put it. I definitely think they may not recognize what they are able to let go of mm. at right. So we may right. need to pull in some some subcontract support. We may need to just drop things entirely because mm-hmm. once you've clarified what is success, then you realize this action or this project isn't a fit with that. So Mm -hmm. let's just cut this project. Mm. But that can be really hard because if someone's used to overscheduling, multitasking, and following that cultural narrative of being overworked and overstressed means I am successful, then we have to rewrite that script. So that doesn't happen overnight. That happens again through habits, through self-awareness really is what ultimately the bigger picture is, but it feels more tangible when we're talking about it in terms of actions that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got definition and defining success. We've got simplification. What next? And so the third phase is really refining your habits and systems by making sure that they're aligned with your values. So it's like when I talked about initially that all these different components of your life are overlapping and we're going to make sure that those are actually overlapping on the same road Mm -hmm. and not on disparate roads. And so you're coming back to what is this person's motivational tendency, what worked and what didn't as they were implementing different habits and systems and then also there, there is the component of life, which we don't have 100% control over. And so we have to weave that into what's happening. You may have a sick loved one, a sick loved one or someone that needs more full-time care that at the, the beginning of the coaching, that wasn't the case. And then all of a sudden, six weeks in, now you have a parent who needs additional support and mm-hmm. you have to figure that out on top of your business, on top of all the other things that are going on. So there's a constant sort of tweaking and refining of your habits and systems. But ultimately what you end up with is a system where you can reevaluate and refine those habits every 90 days. 
And then that's just leading over the trajectory of the course of your work life and your personal life. It's leading you to not only move toward a particular vision that you may have certain milestones or end goals, but more importantly, as you're working toward those goals, you're actually enjoying your life. You're actually feeling successful and feeling that you are actively living the values that you want as opposed to running the rat race or being on the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, and when you're on that ham- hamster wheel, <clears throat> I might have to edit this. When you're on that hamster wheel, you're so uh, consumed by the wheel itself and all these little details that you really don't stop and think about where you are vis-a-vis your values. Mm-hmm. And, and and so it's real easy for to get to the frenzy and mm-hmm. so forth and the frazzled that really obscures that vision. It does. And, and believe it or not, that's that actually can be paralleled with the way that our biology works and our nervous system. So typically when we are on high alert, our tunnel, we have literal tunnel vision, our field of vision narrows. And so like you're saying, when we're, we've got that adrenaline and that buzz and we're going, we're just in our space of whatever we think that needs to be. And when we go conversely into rest and digest mode, our parasympathetic nervous system, then our field of vision opens up and we can see the bigger picture. And we need to fluctuate in and out of these two systems, but modern culture tends to keep us in that fight or flight zone a lot more frequently. So we have to learn how to consciously get out of that. And we need to put time in our schedule even, surprise, surprise, Mm -hmm. to to actually go through this process of looking at the bigger picture. And that's where having the structure of a coaching program can really help because you've made that financial commitment, you've made that time commitment, and you say to yourself, okay, I I am going to carve out this space because I haven't done it by myself. You know, now I'm ready to get some support and really get through this. So that's how we go into that side of not getting stuck on the hamster wheel, but providing some space for reflection. Folks, we're here with Brooke Bailey. Brooke is a certified coach working predominantly with women business owners. S. Brooke Bailey Coaching is the name of her business. Brooke, I want to be very clear about defining the clients that what their characteristics are, what's going on in their lives by those things happening would indicate I need to give Brooke a call. What are the, what are, what are you mentioned the frazzled part of mm-hmm. just feeling frazzled. That's one of those characteristics, but what are some other things that people need to look for in their lives and think I need to call Brooke? She may feel like she's dropped the ball or let go of the reins and we're reflecting on the past and being like, oh, I really had it together or I know what I want, but I can't, I just can't seem to collect myself to get to this point. And I, I had a client who particularly experienced that through COVID. She felt like she dropped the reins during COVID. Her routines and everything got out of whack and she was feeling overwhelmed frazzled and just needed that extra support to get back on track. Mm -hmm. So that's a common 
uh, feeling. Also, a, another common situation is where a, uh, so I typically work with service-based business owners and they have a professional skill set that they're bringing to their clients and they're great at that. And then they find themselves in stuck in uh, where the wheel's not turning anymore because all they're doing is serving the clients and they can't get out of serving the clients to manage the business. So the idea of bringing on support staff is overwhelming because they're so inundated with work that the idea of of being able to, on top of that, train someone else or bring someone else in to alleviate some of the stress, there's a quagmire or a quicksand feeling that there's no way out, even though they know they need support. So that's a common piece, too, where we bring in that either subcontracted support or oftentimes it's a a part-time employee or even a full-time employee Mm. that'll come on board. Okay. Lots of coaches out there. Mm -hmm. Talk about what you think differentiates you. I think what differentiates me is the integration of business and wellness and relationships, looking at the individual as a whole, not just segmenting different parts of their lives. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I'm very detail oriented. So I'm able to see a lot of the the day-to-day details, habits, weekly habits, and the environment that the person is in and show her or reflect back to her where she may be creating or experiencing a block or some friction that she wasn't necessarily aware of before. And once we're able to shine some light on that, then we can unravel it and put something else in place. And I think it's that combination of looking at your life as a whole and then also being able to really focus in on some of those details and the tactical approach to helping you live the life that feels like a success to you. One of the things that stands out for me, I was looking at your bio, uh, that we talk about how, we talked earlier about how work-life balance, there is no such thing. Mm -hmm. Yet you point to the goal that you have for your clients and what you call it is reestablishing a constant sense of equilibrium. And a lot of people might think that's the same thing. As balance, yeah, <laughs> another so, way of yeah. Ter- so explain what you mean by that, because that's really where you're, where you're mm-hmm. trying to get your clients. And I think you're trying to get them thinking about balance and equilibrium in a different way, right? Yeah. What I want people to think about it is an active process, mm-hmm. right? It's organic. It's ongoing. It's not fixed. Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to get your leak equilibrium, it's an active process. Mm -hmm. And if you think about literally just walking on a tightrope or something, you, your whole physiology, but also your mindset has to be tuned in to do that. But you're going to have to practice. You're going to fall off the tightrope and get back on. Sure. So what I'm helping people do is learn how to get back to that practice more quickly when they fall off, being okay with falling off and learning something from that and realizing that this idea of goal piece that Mm -hmm. we're all, we all feel like we're moving toward particular goals and objectives. And I certainly get my clients to, to line those out and set metrics for themselves. But those are 
specific outcome based goals that we're trying to get them to. And in the interim, we need their behaviors and their experience of life to actually be enjoyable and to be on that spectrum of feeling that they're in control and balanced. Mm -hmm. So that's really, we can talk about the literal metrics, but the human being wants to feel a certain way. Right. They want to feel more grounded and less chaotic. Mm -hmm. They want to feel more at ease and more balanced and less frazzled and frenetic. So there are going to be times in life where you have all of that up and down. And I think what I'm trying to help women understand is that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this ideal of the static image that we see portrayed, that's a fleeting moment. Mm-hmm. And so how do we string together a life of moments that is meaningful and feels successful, not just a, a fixated point in time? Yeah, that's really important. Great work, Brooke Bailey. So Brooke, I'd love it if you could share a success story or two, maybe that helps illustrate the great work and the outcomes that you help generate. Yeah, I would love to. Really exciting, actually, or I'm really excited for my client um, recently. So I have a client who's an accountant and it's tax season and she has people making comments like, oh, you must be overloaded, overwhelmed, You no time for any personal pursuits or anything like that. And she brought to our group coaching call how excited she was that she had committed to be part of an outrigger canoe race because that's something that she enjoys and loves. And that finally, she was in a place where work could be busy and she could be having fun Mm. because we had put the systems in place for her not to operate in a state of chaos and overwhelm. And she's looking at success in her business differently. She's leading her team differently. She now has a team. When we initially started, she didn't have a team that she was working with. And so it's a a bigger, more comprehensive picture of success for her business and success for her life when she's able to do the things that she loves and able to support her clients and her team to do the things that they love as well. Wow. That's that's a compelling story right there. Any others you want to share? Let's see. Sure. I, I had a client who was an architect and she was having a lot of trouble. She was working from home and uh, also caring for young kids. And so she had that sort of inner conflict of where do we draw the line, right? Because <laughs> family and work were overlapping and a desire to provide excellent service for her clients. Whenever her clients would ask for a meeting, what time I'll be there, here we go. So not a lot of boundaries, clear boundaries around how she was working with her clients and how she was supporting her kids and also trying to do it all. She was trying to do all the laundry and sweep all the floors Mm. and draw up the literal blueprints on a daily basis. Mm. And we had to step back and have her see that it wasn't about when someone had a need saying, how high should I jump? It was really about being clear on what type of mother did she want to be? What were the non-negotiables for her? And then also, how did she want to work with clients? Who did she want to work with? And 
how could we turn those those ideas and images that she had in her head into practical routines mm-hmm. in her daily life so that she was no longer doing her architecture work at 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. <laughs> so that she could be there for her kids. And part of that was not only bringing in support in the home in terms of just getting a housekeeper, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you think that's obvious, but it's not necessarily when you're trying to juggle all the balls. And a lot of times you think that that means that you're not giving as much as you want to give to your family because you've seen it. You've seen a, a, a former mother, grandmother, et cetera, do something different. Right. So we had her uh, clarify that and we had her bring the kids and her husband into the picture too and create, you know, systems within their home to take care of some of those um, housekeeping type things and just daily stuff. And then also how was she going to manage the schedule with her clients? And that's something that a lot of times it's forward facing and you need to communicate in writing with clients and verbally. But many times it just has to do with how you're actually (laughs) scheduling and what you internally are accepting or declining we put some clearer boundaries around that. And then obviously you have to practice it. And when you mess up, you learn from it and you think, okay, what was the reason I, you know, said yes or no. And what do I want to do next time? So that was a a great opportunity for her to just, again, take control of the reins and feel that she was leading her own life rather than external forces leading it. Wow. What great work. Brooke Bailey has been with us folks. Brooke, this has been fabulous. And I can't imagine there aren't some folks that wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's tell them how they can do that. Yes, I would be happy to talk to anyone. And we'll certainly just have a general conversation. There's no pressure. My website is S Brooke Bailey. So it's S like smile, Brooke with an E, Bailey.com. They can go on there to learn a little bit more about me and the program and they can reach out to me on social media at any of my, and there is a contact form on my website for them to get in touch with me. Brooke Bailey, folks with S Brooke Bailey coaching. But Brooke, this, again, thank you so much for your work and we're delighted we could shine the light on it and get the great uh, word out on that great work. So thank you for coming in. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Yeah. Thank you. Hey folks, if you are a solo or small firm professional services provider and you've got issues with uh, confidence, communicating and understanding your value and your pricing, I've released a book that you may enjoy, may be for you. It's called The Generosity Mindset, A Journey to Business Success by Raising Your Confidence, Value, and Prices. You can find it, as the old saying goes, wherever fine books are sold. You can also go to thegenerositymindset.com to learn more. I also want to thank you, our listeners. So we are up to show number seven, almost 750. And I never believed that we would get this far when we started the show eight years ago, almost eight years ago. And we're only this far because of you. You continue to support us in any number of ways by liking us on social media, liking the shows, sharing the shows. If you've heard something today, by the way, that makes you think, hey, I know a woman who owns a business who needs to hear the message from Brooke Bailey, please share the show. That helps us get the word out on the great work of business leaders 
in our region, in the North Fulton region, and that's what we're all about here, Business Radio X, is to be the voice of business in North Fulton. Thank you as you have supported us in that work. So for my guest, Brooke Bailey, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.